Hi, this is The Wild Show uh, with your host, Will Chang, uh, Andrew Shu, and uh, Lee Chang. Lee Chang is uh, currently in Switzerland, and he's getting his laptop right now, so he's going to join us in a little bit. But welcome, Andrew. Hey, what's up? Dude, so it's this crazy is... that Lee's just in Switzerland. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't even know he was going. Yeah, I, I'm actually excited to ask him about it. But yeah, so basically, like, this is our, I just checked out our last episode date, and it's in October. So it's been six months since our last episode um a lot has changed actually um particularly you're having a kid soon and uh, i actually wanted to ask you about that but before we get started like um just wanted to just preface this with saying like me lee and andrew haven't really talked that much since like six months ago we haven't really spent as much time together as we as we used to because we used to like talk like maybe like two or three times a week um and so like ever since the podcast has stopped uh, we just haven't really spent that much time like catching up. Um, a big reason why the podcast did stop was because, and we can go into that later, but basically I, I got super busy and I, I'm sure everyone else got really busy as well. So um, let's start with the biggest update. Actually, before we get started on that, I want to let you know what I've been doing for, for the last three days. I've been sleeping in the hospital the last three days. What? Yeah. I so, didn't even know that. Yeah. So Claudine uh, is a dentist, as you know. And, uh, like, I think on Thursday, she, like, basically was with a, with a patient and, like, uh, pricked herself with a needle and uh, into her tendon on her right ring finger. But she forgot. Oh. She, did, she totally forgot about it. And then at night, uh, she came to me and she's like, oh, my, my finger's swollen. And at first, we kind of got a scare because we thought it was, like, a, a career-ending injury. Like, maybe, like, it was, like, tendonitis or something like that where she couldn't, like, work anymore. Because she was starting to feel like she was getting a little bit older. Um, and the dentist is all about using your hands. Right. And so it was like, it was a little bit scary. And then the, the day, the next day it got worse. And then, so she went to go get an MRI. Um, and then immediately they would send her to the ER and then, uh, realized it was an infection. And so basically it was this really rare infection called, uh, I don't really know that the medical term for it, but basically it's, they, there's like a staph infection, which is like a really fast growing infection in, in your tendon, which is like what controls the movement. And it's really oh. deep in your tendon. And basically uh, that's, that's really what controls like motor function. And so, uh, the, so basically the next day she got surgery. Um, and then, so she's been in the hospital now for three days and I spent the last three days like sleeping over Thankfully, it wasn't like it got all the infection got cleared up and she's fine now. But it was it was a little bit of a wake up call because like it just kind of shows like our our age or mortality. And basically, especially for her when she's working with her hands, like it's a risk to continue to just basically only think about yourself as a dentist, right? And so like, yeah. how do you kind of like how do you think about what your exit strategy is in terms of like what can you do potentially do without having to do like manual physical work. Yeah. Mm. So, well, to go, go back to that really quick though. So they, they operated successfully and I guess you can clear out infection through a surgery. I didn't even know that. that yeah. It? So basically what they did was they, 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 they drew a Z on her from the tip of her finger all the way down to the palm of her finger and opened the yeah. flaps up and basically mm-hmm. use a saline solution to wash everything out. Before oh, before wow. she before they did that, they spent a whole day and a night basically pumping in like antibiotics in her body, hoping that that would yeah. solve it. But because the staph yeah. infection was so um, aggressive, it didn't really do anything. It just, it just basically made it like it's continuing to get worse. So they basically opened it up, got into the tendon, 
cleaned everything out, and then basically sewed it back up. And then, oh my god! Yeah, uh, yeah. I mean, honestly, though, like outside of the actual surgery, it was it was like kind of an enjoyable experience. Like, um, got it was kind of it felt like a, like luckily we were in a, in a, in like a in like a pretty chill hospital. Everyone was really nice. Kind of felt like a staycation, <laughs> to be honest. <laughs> for, for you. <laughs> was she stressed out? I would have uh, to assume yes. Uh, I think she, there was a little bit of stress stress in certain stages because when she didn't know what it was at first, that was like kind of like a wake-up call in terms of figuring out what to do with her career. And then finding out it was an infection was like, oh, okay, thankfully it was an infection because that, can be, that can be solved, right? And yeah. then, and then through the infection, do- infectious doctor realizing that it was like the worst case scenario. It was in the tendon. It was it was the most aggressive infection, and it could potentially like uh, eat away at the tendon. But thankfully, they they found it in time. Um, basically, yeah. I think if it was like a week, uh, it, she would have lost motor function. But basically, it was only a couple of days. Um, so they cleaned it wow. out, and things are fine now. Yeah. Dude, that's great. Did you guys? Yeah. So, did you have conclusions on what's next? It must have been like pretty cool conversation then, right? Like that y'all are starting to have, or is that well, difficult? I mean, well, one thing is like she was actually thinking about taking a break, like a month break, um, already. Like basically, t- paid time off to figure out what her next steps were because originally she wasn't sure if she wanted because like the 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 type of volume that she does in this uh, at her current office is like probably in the top 1% of dental offices. Mm-hmm. And so yeah. it's just it's just a lot. Um it's like one of the probably the most popular, most highly reviewed dental offices in LA and the volume that they have um is pretty insane. Um they have like nine chairs and she's like the main dentist that like basically is in charge of everything. And so from like a volume yeah. perspective it's a lot. Um yeah. and so she was like thinking about like what should she do? It's like really stressful, um, the type of volume that they're doing. Um, but then she eventually decided not to take a break because her boss, as she was thinking about leaving, her boss basically gave her like, like uh, an incentive to stay financially. Yeah. And yeah. then so on Friday was when she was about to sign the contract. And then basically Thursday night, she, she went to the hospital. <laughs> yeah. Oh, wow. And so, uh, so she's, she's, she forced to take a break now anyways. And so now I think it's going to be uh, uh, try to figure out what she's going to do now. Yeah, mm. It's so hard. Yeah. I'm actually starting to think about a similar thing about kind of, um, I guess like why to work next or what problems to solve too. Okay. Yeah. Because... Let's talk about that because like, um, so we, what we didn't talk about in the last few podcasts and it's been six months now and haven't really caught up with you is like, you're you're having a kid in the, like in the next week, right? Yeah. Like Charlotte's yeah. pregnant and she's actually like gonna be um you're gonna have like a, be a father in a week. And yeah. So what was that whole buildup like up to now? And then like uh what does it feel like to be about about to be a seen father? Yeah. Uh well build up I think John and I have a thing that we say, we call it like failure to launch. And so we failed to launch like a lot of things. So like we tried to buy a house and that screwed up multiple times until the one, you know, we finally got a place uh, together, but similarly, like some stuff happened. And so like, we've been trying to have a kid for a long time. And so 
this wasn't it's there wasn't as much of a buildup because we've already been like trying for a couple years. And so this was more like you, you just get excited and then you try and like stay level and you get excited and you get, try and stay level. Um, so it's a bit up and down in terms of the buildup. Um, but uh, it's, I guess just like enjoyable. And I think, I think Shaw feels it a lot more than I do. Right. Cause uh, the mom or wife, like they definitely know hundred percent. They don't have a choice of like thinking about it every day. So I think the buildup for me has been like talking to people, talking to Shaw to like have it really set in. Um, and so I, I guess that's been more of the buildup. So kind of talking to more and more people in ways that they can like translate to you what it's going to be like to be a dad. Um, and all the guys, by the way, are like super excited. Everyone with girls is just like so excited. Like we're, we're going to have a girl and all the dads that have girls are just like beyond excited. Um, so I think that's been cool. And then the other stuff has been around just getting the house ready like that very much. So I think resonates with me. I guess that's the thing that like hits me more, right. Since I'm not having to like carry around a kid. Um, and so just been like working with Shaw on getting the place ready, like nursery set up, like all those things has been really great. So between like conversations and, and then working with Shaw in the place, uh, oh, and then the other big thing is dude, our neighborhood is like literally built for kids. Like, like it's just all families. And so we're lucky the neighborhood we live in, there's like huge parent group. And so everybody has a chat and even in the chat alone. So they have monthly cohorts. Uh, and then like the months here, I think there's 70 parents, just the moms in just for April, like April kids. So it's like really getting meeting a lot more uh, people in the neighborhood too. So I think it's just been like a very kind of warm uh, buildup, switching into like getting ready to be a parent. Uh, the funny story there is, uh, so where I'm at, there's actually a product manager, a parent product manager meetup group. And everyone is like pretty senior and high up. And we go there, like go to the meetup and literally probably like half the time we're just talking about like poop and like kids and like, sharing advice and that was just it was great like so not like the normal work meetup that you go to where people are trying to like network and sell you stuff it's just like people telling you about like, crazy <laughs> kid stories and like what do you do some, some kids like can't stop crying or like all kinds of stuff so it, it's been cool it's been a nice build-up um and i just feel lucky that we've gotten to do a lot in our lives and like so i'm looking forward to having a kid. So it's, it's so provided a lot more kind of prioritization and clarity. Yeah. It sounds like you found the right neighborhood then. Yeah. Yeah. We got really lucky with that. I think we found, found a good neighborhood. Um, and we talk about it too. Like if we didn't have a kid, I don't think we'd stay here. I think we'd go back to Manhattan, um, Manhattan proper because that's kind of really the vibe that we're into. Uh, but with a kid, yeah, I couldn't, couldn't ask for like a better neighborhood. So, yeah. So Lee, Lee has just joined us. Lee is in Switzerland right now. Welcome, Lee. I think you're on mute right now. Sorry. Hey, guys. Can you hear me? Yeah. Yeah. Hey, what's up? Sorry about that. No problem. It's been crazy. What you, yeah. What have you been doing in Switzerland? Uh, I am actually taking like a pre-Rhine uh, River cruise uh, family trip through Switzerland with family. Um, but we're jumping on a cruise, um, basically going down the Rhine 
uh, from Basel down to Amsterdam. So um, yeah, it's been crazy. Uh, as you guys know, I lost my luggage, got sent to Australia. And uh, so I went halfway around the world and just got here today. So I've been laying off just like the clothes around my back and my backpack the last three days. So it's been rough. Um, but yeah, just got in. Um, yeah, what's up? Did you buy anything fun to like make do or were you really just making do with the clothes in your backpack? Come on, there's got to be something cool that you could have bought. I literally, <laughs> no, I'm literally wearing disposal underwear right now. Um, <laughs> <laughs> so so not so say, cool. <laughs> I've, I've learned quite a bit about um, delayed luggage and uh, it's like this whole other world of getting compensation. So I was able to actually go buy like necessities um, that I'm going to try to get compensated for. So um, there's like this whole process and uh guidelines around that uh but yeah just you know kind of learning to appreciate you know the the things you take for granted like you guys like this podcast so yeah i'm uh, very excited to be back on yeah so just to catch you up real quick i was telling andrew and i'll tell you later i was telling andrew about uh i spent the last three nights in the hospital andrew was just updating me on like next week he's gonna have a kid soon and what that process is like and then now you're in Geneva. The reason why I actually wanted to start the podcast again, and, and I'll go into like some of my learnings, and then we can talk talk a little bit about that. So basically, yeah. little, before before October, so it's been October, it's been basically six months since we last talked um, on the podcast. But before that, we spent maybe like a year or two um, really aggressively going out at the podcast, right? And then once uh, a lot of stuff picked up for me, including uh, doing the podcast for a good game with Alliance, um, basically, I just ran out of time and I'm sure you guys got really busy too. Um, but one of the things that actually made me start realizing was like, as I was doing, like like the, the work at Spatial, um, the consulting work I'm doing at Spatial is awesome. Um, I've, been, I've been learning a lot. We've been pivoting into a lot of different things. I've just recently got into like, gaming and learning a ton about roblox and understanding how roblox is like fucking huge uh to like helping learn a ton about crypto with helping alliance produce their podcast but as as i've been basically building content for other people and as i've been basically like trying to support them what i'm realizing is like one i'm not learning as much anymore as i used to because i'm not like a i don't have a i don't have like a a venue to learn and basically a forcing function to learn the same way that we did before. And then the second one was like, we're, we're actually really good at this. I don't know if you guys know this, but like we're at, I actually feel like we have like the three of us together have like this, this like um, talent to actually build content. Um, and the reason why I say that is this is like, as I'm kind of helping other people build their own content, um, I'm realizing there's a lot of things that I know about what makes good content that people don't really see. Um, and as I'm listening to other people's podcasts, like I'm actually seeing like, okay, there's like a few that I, I really like. And I personally feel like I could be as, like, we could be as good as them. And I think that like, if we were to do this, uh, like more like just consistently i think we could build really good stuff and um so that's like one thing is like just recognizing that like we're actually quite good at this and the second thing is like 
I feel like for me, in order to gain satis- like satisfaction and like um, like creativity and and like I feel like doing your own thing and creating your own content and having having the ability to create and share this is actually what drives me. And it, and it's not it's nothing it's nothing else. Like you don't have to actually. I don't actually need to have an audience. I don't actually need to have people listen to it. But I think having your own thing that you can basically build on top of, and then being able to use that as a forcing function to like do your own do the things that you're you're interested in and, and collect information and create it into like a package is actually quite uh like fun for me and so that is why i wanted to to do like continue doing this yeah yeah i just want to jump in um i gotta say i'm i'm super stoked uh you know i think partially you know for those that have followed us the entire journey like we had our ups and downs you know we burned out once and you know it, it, it is a lot of work it is a lot of effort but what i realized was man like i miss you guys a lot i miss doing this and it, it does take a lot but to your point i i just think that look i don't know how good we are but i know that you know having spoken to you guys individually like i know we all enjoyed this immensely right and we had times where we worried about quality, worried about production, worried about um, listenership, but ultimately it really was, you know, what it did for us individually, right? To your point, like the learning. And I think this time around, sure, we still want to, you know, make something good that people want to listen to, that people can learn. But ultimately, like, yeah, it really is just what it does for me. And I think that is really what we have to like, not lose sight on, right? And just make sure that we're doing this for the right reasons. Um, and everything else is just like, you know, cherry on top. So I'm, yeah, very excited to kind of be able to bring all of what we did before. And then perhaps, you know, what, what we've thought about and learned during this time off. And look, this is a brainstorming session, right? And think about like, perhaps even what we want to do in the future changes, you know, maybe, maybe we don't. And then, you know, other things that we want to potentially try um to do but yeah I'm, I'm just like really glad that you know we're back at it so this is great i know andrew like you have a baby coming on the way and i know you'd have like zero time and so i don't want to take any time off of your play to do something that you have to do extra because i know how stressful and no sleep uh you're gonna be able to get and so there's there's no like obligation to to do anything um but just wanted to uh just just say that (laughs) i know i mean yeah yeah go ahead i think i'm excited for it to i'm actually excited for for the the brainstorm part or just to like shoot the shit basically like for me uh my big thing is just like catching up with you guys being able to talk through stuff and kind of seeing y'all's interests because i think there's such different lenses um and then the other part for me that motivates me is actually figuring out if we can find a strategic direction. Like, that's just kind of who I am in terms of helping us build. Like, that's that's what I'm into. And so it would be, like, pushing us to figure out what is our goal for, like, six months. And I think that's a very hard thing to do because I'm even thinking about doing that for different leadership teams that I work with. I think that's a cool new piece that I work with, right? So like it's kind of aligning a leadership team, right? And 
I think those are the two things that interest me uh, about what's next. I'm not, I'm not too worried about the time piece because also though, being honest, I think we've divided and conquered the things that we we're each doing the pieces that aren't as stressful for us. Right. Like if I had to go do what Will was doing, we're like sourcing and then like planning an interview structure that would just would not work out for me. Like I, I it's not where I get my energy versus like growing, right. Like, figuring this kind of stuff out, pushing us to like define this stuff and then define like goals and then like how to market more or uh, expand on what we're already doing. Like that's where I get my energy from. So I think, I think it's great. Uh, and I hope that we don't lose sight of like, or we keep kind of continuing each of us to work on what we're trying to get out of it, you know, and refining it, like being honest with each other. I think it's like, it's very cool. So here, here's what I, yeah, I mean, I mean, this is obvious already, but I think this is why we work really well as a team is like, I think Lee's really good at people and like understanding people and like making things more human. Right. And I think that's always what he's been good at. And I think like, um, I think there's always like a layer to when we do this, basically there's always a layer of basically bring it, bring it back to the human level that I think we're me, me and Andrew are always missing. And, and then like, I think Andrew's was really Andrew's really good at like basically helping us build a process so things are a little bit easier and like define things and like writing things down and, and like what I think I'm really good at is <laughs> I'm always chasing the new shiny object and so I'm just I, I'm just really driven by like the like the new thing or figuring things out and every time I have a question I I need a way to basically go figure it out right now the way that I'm learning is literally mm-hmm. through Twitter. Uh, especially with all this AI stuff and how that stuff works. But I would much rather having like a, a channel to basically go and like explore things that I'm trying to figure shit out on, right? Whether it's like buying a new house or whether it's like buying a multifamily home or it's like buying a SaaS company, whatever it is, like I, there's like, there's just so much information I feel like that is like not out there that I would just like to find people to like talk about. I just recently met this. Uh, so I, so I've been doing this thing every month. Um, Basically, I I started to realize that like one of my I'm an idiot savant, and one of my biggest like gas right now is like buying real shit, so real like real estate stuff, right? And so basically, I've been like learning, trying to learn about real estate. And so what I did was I put together two of my friends that were that did real estate. One's like one's James. We had him on the podcast. He's like he's a pharmacist. He has like five different properties. Um, he has like he basically like over COVID, he basically became the the, the the highest volume uh, vaccine facilitator in Southern California. And then I have another friend, uh, Richard, who is a doctor, but he also owns a bunch of properties. Um, one is a, um, like a nursing home facility and the other couple are like for nurses, like uh, Airbnbs. And I put them together so they can like, kind of like t- talk to each other. Um, but pr- selfishly, I basically went there to learn about real estate. And so I just went, I put them together, had lunch with them, and then I facilitated the conversation. I was there just to just soak up through osmosis. And then while I was there, I, I basically had told my friend Evan, who's been on the podcast a couple of times, like, hey, this is what I'm doing. He's like, oh, I'll, let me join you in lunch. So, we, so the four of us had like basically sat together. And as they were talking, like basically, because Evan's from like, like technology, and we were talking, sharing ideas, because like, a lot of we're all in silos, right? And basically, we're all in different industries. We know we don't really see what's going on in their industries. And that conversation turned out so good that I ended up basically doing like a monthly get together of people, uh, mainly just for my own self interest to learn real estate. And uh, 
over time, last month, uh, one of Evan's friends, a Navy SEAL, and so he, I invited him, and then we basically went shooting, and then he had we had him, we had him train us on how to shoot and stuff like that. Um, long story short, two things is like, I want to basically create that somehow on like a record format um, to be able to have this information like through podcast. But also, I want to bring on the Navy SEAL guy. That's that, that's kind of my first podcast guest that I want to bring on. Target is to bring him on and just ask him about Navy SEAL stuff. But like, I feel like that's kind of like what I'm so I'm really excited about that kind of stuff. It's like people that like you know you kind of you kind of want to find out more shit about them and you want to just bring them on and use this podcast as a way to like to like learn about stuff and then just like have something to to listen to. Yeah. I just want to say um, it's pretty awesome. Do you hear you so excited, Will? Like you sound like your, <laughs> like your energy's just like turned up, right? And uh, yeah, no, it's funny. Like even just the intros just now, I think it very much like showed, you know, our the different sides that we bring, right? Just like how we think about things. Like it's, it's just like yeah, it, it's so it brings back you know a lot of the um, working dynamic that we had, and you know, given given this is like a, a brainstorming session, right? So. I, I got to say, like, I mean, because towards the end, we had kind of grabbed, you know, just naturally, organically became, you know, more Web3 focused, right? And to your point, there's so much that, you know, we we are interested in and can learn from. And I mean, that sounds interesting. You know, I think during this time, I've, instead of creating podcasts with you guys, um, I've started to listen to more podcasts, too. And I'm sure, you know, one very popular platform is uh, Lex Friedman, right? And he has people on that are specialized in so many different, um, you know, different areas and sectors from AI to health and nutrition, you know, what have you, relationships, et cetera, et cetera. Um, and so, you know, given that, you know, I, I'm totally down with having this guy on that you just mentioned, but what do you guys think? You know, in terms of if we want to start thinking about the kind of guests we want to bring on and, you know, how to kind of even begin kind of structuring, you know, a pipeline, right? And then what are like the people, the kind of people, the kind of things that we want to look for in bringing on future guests? So, yeah. So, I mean, okay. Going back to the Web3 stuff, the Web3, the Web3, uh, the Web3 like vertical, I think was... A blessing and a curse, right? It was a blessing because it gave us a lot of focus. We can basically pitch ourselves, and basically, we could get really qual, like really amazing guests onto our podcast, including like the the one of the founders from ACTNZ, which is crazy, onto our podcast because uh, of how narrow the focus was, and by basically accumulating that like that like uh, like status almost, or accumulating that like. I don't know how to call it. Then like at the end of it, it was like this big, like, Oh my God, like we have like all these crazy people. And so it made it easier to get people, those people on. However, it was a curse because like, that's all you could do. Right. And like, it started to kind of like cause me personally to be like, okay, now people are listening to it for crypto. Now we're basically serving our audience instead of serving ourselves, at least for me. And, um, for me, I think, yeah, like what Andrew is saying is that like, and what you were saying, Lee, is like 
this podcast actually is probably we should probably just think more of this podcast more for ourselves and like using this more of as a catch-up session to like because like even just talking to andrew just now about how he thought about like um like remodeling his house earlier before before we record the podcast like the way that his process works is so different from mine just like think just kind of like catching up is like really helpful for me to like understand how to think about different things and i think like that's kind of like the approach that i personally would love to use is just use this podcast more as a source of energy instead of a suck suck of energy if that makes any sense yeah i mean i think you know the way that it organically turned into web3 and then you know very intent with intent we moved in that direction um for me was more exciting than not like i think the pressure a lot of it is like self-imposed right and you know even in the past we talked about potentially doing we could do like series and we can still do you know i'm sure like we still have a lot of interest and and i mean you're working with the you know the good game podcast which is amazing and you know there's still so much that we don't know that we want to learn but yeah perhaps we can start doing like you know potentially like a whole series on say like if we have the navy seal gone and that kind of helps us to think about you know is it about say things in discipline or mentality right how do you kind of break out of inertia um etc like things that skills or mentalities mental models that we can kind of grow into like you know it could be a series of three five or even just maintain that whole series continuously right like there's so many things we can do um and still come back to having you know the web3 thread and you know multiple threads that we could do uh at the same time um which would give us perhaps kind of more energy you know where we can kind of like hey this is what's on our minds now or someone that is like very interested in a certain subject can take the lead on that and kind of you know work on structure pipeline etc and the other guys can kind of jump on and flow so here is what i want to use the podcast for um and then you guys can tell me what you guys want to do as well but for me i'm not interested in web3 i I am interested in web3 but not as interested in web3 creating content for web3 um it's not as interesting to me right now what's interesting to me is solving life problems like my own life problems right and like okay i i i have a really i have a lot of anxiety around real estate i don't know what it is but having like real (laughs) shit like buying shit to the transaction part of it having like buying stuff causing me a lot of anxiety and so like i went to my first open house recently with claudine and then like she has a lot of anxiety too like when we got there, Claudine just already started basically like, oh my God, there's so many people. We're going to get outbid. And this is like our first open house. And she was already basically like saying that like, you know, we're, we're, we're like, we're never going to get this house. And I, and I was like, and then I called James. James is the pharmacy guy. I was like, hey, James, like, how do we get this house? Like, like, and then he basically told me like, okay, deals will always come, right? There's always going to be deals. And the what you what you need to do right now is just get a, get an eye for like an understanding and intuition for what is a good deal or not, and like so you're gonna have to see like like hundreds of houses, hundreds of like things to basically see okay what is good what is bad, and you just gotta get a feel for it. And so then once you understand that intuition, then you're gonna be like okay this is a good deal I'm I'm gonna act on it, and uh, 
basically like that kind of calmed me down a lot because then I was like, okay, every open house is not a potential house buying. It's like a, it's like exposure therapy. It's just like, just kind of going there and just, just kind of getting, getting more data, right. And getting more data and then just getting comfortable with it. And like, that helped me a lot. Um, and I feel like that's what I would want the podcast to be like, is like, basically I have so many fucking like problems in my life or like places that I get stopped at because I don't have enough information or because like, I don't have a good way of thinking about it. And I just want to basically use this as a way to ask, bring people on and like, Hey, like I have this problem. What do you think? Like, how, how do you, like, you know, I want to learn about buying storage facilities or whatever it is. Right. Can you t- tell me about your process and then just kind of clear it up? Cause there's so many like black holes for me right now in terms of life. And I, I just, that's what I want to use it for. I'm super into that. I can also help you with the buying. Cause we went through, <laughs> by the way. Cool. So let me know if you want to break that down. Yeah, I would love to. I would love to. Later. I would love to do it. Yeah. I mean, I know you have to go in like 10 minutes, but maybe we can like uh, use, a, use an episode to, to walk me through how you go and you do the real estate stuff, how you buy your house. Yeah, I think we could definitely do it because it literally took seven years for me and Shaw to buy together. And, and I owned in Houston. So I've been through a lot. And I'm also, I think an interesting topic too, like one of the blockers or black holes that I'm trying to figure out right now for myself is how to think about money. Because, so I really love a Remit Sethi's podcast mm-hmm. because he effectively, he like takes lots of couples and lots of situations and they talk through actual numbers and the actual like psychology behind things. Um, and I think that's much more fascinating than like a spreadsheet and being efficient because mm-hmm we are all like irrational with our money in like yeah. different ways. And that was a big part of what made real estate so hard for me because I was thinking about it purely like from a financial standpoint. And so mm-hmm. there's been a lot of like both psychological learnings, but also uh, understands about real estate. And that's been really cool too, because I don't know, New York. So there's lots of different people here that I know that are in real estate. Mm-hmm. And so hearing like, how commercial versus residential thinks in different ways. So yeah, man, that'd be great. All right. That's our next episode. Yeah. I like that as a theme, by the way, something to like marinate on is actually, it's just a working space, right. For like getting through whatever topic you're into at the time. That's like the closest, uh, in each of our lives, right. That's like bothering you. Um, yeah. Or that's you're struggling with. I think that's like, I think that's very a, a nice way to keep it uh, energy creating. Yeah, because I mean, the real estate thing was a big one for me because I really I had a mental block, and it wasn't until someone kind of talked me through the way that they were thinking about it until I was like, okay, this is actually doable for me. Um, I don't really have that many like limiting beliefs. I think, or I don't real. I don't think I. I am aware that I have that many limiting beliefs, but this like real estate one is definitely a limiting belief for me. And so it, just having that, like having that, like, cause, cause James was like also telling me like, yeah, he, he feels a lot of anxiety around technology. And I'm like, that stuff is so easy. Why would you feel so much anxiety around that? And then I realized like, yeah, that's just because like I have the ABCD to get to getting to like learning stuff. But I don't have the ABCD of learning about real estate and having someone to kind of give you the ABCDs would make that more helpful. And so, um, 
yeah let's do that it's almost like learning a new language right it's just not actual languages but you don't even know the abcs of like real estate and you're trying to jump to like a huge decision i think all of us have that in many parts of our lives so yeah it's gonna be cool how much time do you have andrew uh seven minutes okay is there anything else that we should talk about before we end it Mm, so we figured out our next episode right yeah that's great um i uh i have two potential topics random for you guys one is like i want to hear more about why how you chose switzerland how this is happening or we could talk about what will wants to do or what what like some of your questions are for the navy seal i'm fascinated by both of those topics well well let's just get the first part over real quick I think I'm uh, highly influenced. I've, be- I've become quite a TikTok power user. Oh, my God. Uh, oh, my God. Uh, so I'm just getting, yeah, flooded with all these, like, travel influencers. Like, they're really getting to me. So I got to say, I was up, uh, I'm in Lucerne right now, and the Swiss Alps are beautiful. So I think um, definitely recommend to anyone that has not been here. But, um, yeah, that's that. So, I think uh, I'm more curious also in what, what Will has to say about, you know, what's what's driving the newfound. I mean, obviously, you know, the real estate part, but also I think how that ties into, you know, you realizing what gives you energy and then, you know, also perhaps other things that you maybe didn't mention. I was, I was late to the podcast um, beginning of the recording, but, you know, other things on your mind that we can also kind of like, you know, keep on the back in, in yeah. thinking of what we might want to talk about. So I think what drives me, I th- so, so I, I'm a systems thinker. And I think what drives me is like when something is a black box and I don't know, I don't know exactly what's inside. And there's something, I know there's something interesting in there, but I, I can't figure, I, I don't have enough information to figure out how exactly it works. That's what drives me. So like the reason why I think it's very interesting to have this Navy SEAL on is because I've heard so much about Navy SEALs. You hear in the media, you know, how, you know, like kind of like the branding of the Navy SEALs. What exactly like is that like, that process like, right? That's really interesting to me. Or like, what is it like, how does someone become a Navy SEAL and what drives them to become a Navy SEAL? Or even like, how does a team in a Navy SEAL work, right? Because I was asking him this, like, like a team, because he was he was explaining me on a team. Like everyone has a role, right? So you do go to you do go to school for different things, but everyone generally has a role. And I was like, what are the different stereotypes each of the roles have, right? And so he was like, yeah, there's like, uh, there's like the guy that there's a guy that basically controls all the airplanes. So he's on the he's on basically the whatever the phone or whatever like that. And basically, there's multiple airplanes that are dropping bombs and so that at the same time. And he has to in his mind map out where the planes are in accordance to where the thing like where the people are, so that they're all like. And this is all in his head, right? So he's the smartest one. And then there's the guy that basically like the bruiser, the guy that basically goes in first and just bangs on the door. And he's like the he's like the the meathead, right? And then there's like the he said that for him, he's like, there's like the, there's like a coach um, and there's like a planner, right? So there's like, where there's like a, like, a, I, I need, he needs to talk about this because I'm, I'm, I'm like messing it up, but there, there's, a, there's a guy that leads the team, like the, the, the human guy that basically was like, 
the guy that like leads the team and goes in first, and there's the guy in the back who actually does the planning and the strategic thing, right? So he went to like military. He went to military school. He's he went to like the navy navy equivalent of West Point. So he went to school, uh, and um, he was on the water multiple team. He got the Navy SEALs, and so he's the one that is actually in charge of the strategic part of it. Like he basically describes his role as playing StarCraft. And like putting people on the map, right? And so like, it's really interesting, kind of thinking about how a Navy SEAL team operates, and like who the who the personality makeups of each role and what they do, um, or just things like that. Are you going to apply this to your job? Because that's what, exactly like what I start thinking about. <laughs> Is this also why you're you're having your people interview lots of people? Will? <laughs> No, okay, so th- so here here's that. So basically, just to give you guys context, I'm I'm introducing Andrew to my head of product, and um, I've been kind of introducing um, like our engine, like head of engineering, our project manager to other people outside the company too. The reason why is actually like before I worked started working at Spatial, um, I felt really stuck at parting because like I've been doing it for so long. But like as I started working at Spatial, um, I started like seeing a lot of different concepts or different like processes that really worked that I, I felt like I can incorporate into the company, my company. And like the, it created a lot of creativity and a lot of, created a lot of newness and just like learning that then I started basically using to basically apply to Parting Pro and that created a lot of excitement for me and it created like almost like... I don't know. I just it gave me a new energy in in like like building Parting Pro again, and so um, it was actually quite good. And I realized I'm a type of person that need, really needs like a lot of different things going at the same time, and to be able to cross pollinate ideas, um, that's where I really thrive. Yeah. Nice. I'm excited for this interview. Um, yeah, it's great. Yeah. So I got to pitch them. So that's next. Good. Yeah, next week. <laughs> next week, so every month we have a uh, a get together. Um, he's now part of it now, and so I'll I'll pitch him next week. We're playing top golf together next week, um, and so I'll pitch him on 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 the podcast. Oh man, I can't believe you're you're getting the golf wheel. That's like the craziest thing. But I'm so excited. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> All right. I mean, like, uh, I, yeah. might, I might have to start playing golf. Go ahead. I know. <laughs> Like uh, Andrews is. I don't like, have time. I'm just out of time. That's all. I just yeah. like too many things. I wish I had like I want to do everything. Go ahead. Yeah. No, I'm just saying you're like this closet like jack of all trades, who's just like, oh yeah, I suck at this and that, and then everything I do with Andrew is just like proficient or beyond. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it's just like what <laughs> you said you don't play. <laughs> no, but yeah, I think you know to close it out. Like I know Andrew's got to go, but I mean just just this one topic, I think. The way that, you know, I can see how we could apply so many potential learnings from your friend um, to different aspects of, you know, whether it's our own lives, things we're working on, um, or just like anything we're involved in, I think is is kind of like that that goal, right? Is learning um, because of, well, for the sake of learning, but also the way that we could apply into our own lives. And so, yeah, super stoked. Uh, I think this would be fun. Cool. All right, so I'm not gonna edit it. I'm just gonna basically just push it out this episode out, Ooh, and then we, we get so many lessons. Cool. Do it. <laughs> All right, guys. Thanks. I'll see you soon. Cheers. All right. Yeah. Cool. Bye. Bye. Bye, y'all.